Good morning, you idiots. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And Brett's here today. And this is episode 204. We're talking Ren and Stippy Black Hole. (laughs) (laughs) And we're recording outside again, as uh, you might be able to tell. The cicadas are... Is that a cicada? That's a cicada. cicada. Pretty loud. Uh, so you'll enjoy that sound as we talk about Ren and Stimpy for the first time in probably three years. Oh, really? What did you know? Haunted House was the last oh, one we did for Podtober. Yeah. Um, and you picked Black Hole. Any reason yeah. why? Um, a few reasons. I mean, one I mentioned last week. This is like a pretty much John K. less episode in terms of like made who it was written by and yeah. directed. So. Um, and. Uh, also, it was, I like these space episodes, and it's one that I think, like, really um, illustrates the evolution from, like, Looney Tunes-style cartoons to this, in my mind, is, like, the next version of that. Like, after Looney mm-hmm. Tunes, it was, like, this. Anything in between was kind of um, either something different or just not good enough to... It's like Looney Tunes note. for, like, the MTV generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brett, were you a Ren and Stippy fan? Um, not really, because didn't have <laughs> cable growing up, so I never uh, really right. got a chance to watch it, and then by the time we did get cable, it wasn't on as much, because Nickelodeon had more shows. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an earlier yeah, cartoon. I, guess, I don't yeah, think I, I ever really, true. like, got it as a kid. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what is happening here. Yeah, it, it's weird because <laughs> it almost, I watched um, a few episodes to try to pick one that I, that like, uh, connected to me in some way, I guess. And uh, some of these like, almost make less sense to me now than they did at the time. Like, I mean, not logical sense, I guess, but like, I remember watching these episodes as a kid and they're like, I didn't really bat an eye, and now I'm like, man, this is <laughs> as bizarre as it gets, practically. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty well on the record as, uh, like, not totally being in with Ren and Stimpy. It's kind of always puzzled me a little bit. I think this episode helped me figure out some things. Hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, like, there was a few moments where it's like, oh, like, okay, this is not totally my style. Uh, like the specific way mm. they were doing something in this one, and I actually didn't I didn't hate this one mm. at all. Uh, but there was like a couple like just like keying into the way they wrote the episode that felt like okay maybe this is why I had trouble with it. Mm. Um, but we are also doing this because August uh, this August is the 30th anniversary of the premiere of Ren and Stimpy. Um, not only we're going to talk about three shows this month, Ren and Stimpy. Doug and Rugrats, all of which premiered on the same day, August 11th, 1991. Wow. Ooh, what a uh, day. What a day. <laughs> Do you want to guess which day of the week uh, that was for Nick? Hmm. We might have mentioned it. August 11th? I don't remember for sure. <laughs> Are you like trying to do oh, a calendar? I'm to, uh, <laughs> Saturday? It's got to be a, a Friday or a Saturday to premiere three big shows. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm kind of thinking like maybe they did it like a Sunday morning. Like let's just... Mm put some feelers out there. I'm going Sunday morning. It is a Sunday morning. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 a.m. Well, I guess depending on your time zone. For us, it was a uh, 10 a.m. Do you want to guess what order oh, they premiered in? <laughs> order they premiered in. What was it? Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy? Wow. wow. Brett's on fire here. <laughs> oh, I was just naming them off. Oh. I got it in order. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we had Doug with Doug Can't nice. Dance uh, slash Doug Gets Busted. Rugrats with Tommy's first birthday, and the Ren and Stimpy show with Stimpy's big day and the big shot. Wow! Um, and then, and the, they so they aired from ten to uh, eleven, um, and, or eleven thirty, excuse me. And then uh, they they showed them again that night from eight to to nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember Ren and Stimpy in particular. I feel like there was one or two episodes at first and then it took forever to get the next episode um 
maybe that's the wasn't that production delays that we were talking about? Yeah, wasn't that John Kay's whole thing where, like, he was just kind of unpredictable with his timeline? I feel like people said they saw those first either one or two episodes over yeah. and over just because Nick never had anything new to yeah. air. Yeah. <laughs> just so weird. Like, now I think you would just wait until the episodes are yeah. done or cancel the show altogether, you know? Yeah. Um, like, we're talking about season, uh, Black Hole is season one, episode 11, and this actually doesn't air until February of 1992. So if you even just think about that gap to get to episode 11... Uh, and this is actually, I mean, it's actually 6A. Oh. So. Yeah. So it's really this the is actually only the sixth full episode. It's like the 11th episode because yeah, there's like two episodes per. Or whatever. Got it. Got it. Um, but that time span. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, it's insane. What is that? That's almost seven months. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, I seem to remember a similar thing happening with Rocco's Modern Life where they showed, like, the pilot just over and over again like I saw it the first time thought this is great and then by the time the next episode aired I was like man I don't know about this show anymore <laughs> <laughs> is this all we're getting yeah, yeah. Um, well like as like I mentioned Black Hole airs February 23rd 1992 um, it's towards the um, end of I guess the season airing wise yeah um we have not talked about February of 1992, mm. so you want to hear a little bit about that month? Oh, yeah. It's kind of a weird month, uh, especially like as far as entertainment goes. But a couple things that happened that month. Uh, the Ulysses spacecraft passes by Jupiter. Um, hmm. this, this spacecraft explored the solar system, particularly the sun, for about 18 years before it was decommissioned in uh, 2008. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer is found sane and then guilty of killing 15 boys in the month of February 1992. The 16th Olympic Winter Games is held in Albertville, France uh, from February 8th to February 23rd of that month. Uh, Alex Haley, who is a, the American author of the autobiography of Malcolm X and most famously Roots, uh, dies that month at the age of 70. This one's for Brett. Um, a guy by the name of, I might be saying this wrong, Neymar Jr. Neymar. Neymar. Neymar Jr. You know him? Yeah, was he born? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got your soccer gear on. Is he, like, pretty famous in soccer? Uh, Neymar? Yeah, he's, like, one of the best, like, top five players. He's one of the most expensive players. Right now, still, like, actively. Yeah, well, he's, like... I, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was born in 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, it says here he's a Brazilian soccer forward with a world record transfer fee of $263 million. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sound right? Yeah, PSG yeah. paid uh, Barcelona. Why? Sorry, Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, and what else here? Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain get married uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Hmm. For about a two-year okay. marriage, yeah. Uh, TV, oof, rough. The only, the only thing I could find of note was a show on CBS called Bodies of Evidence. And the only reason I noted it is, <laughs> noted it is because it was like George Clooney's kind of big huh. first TV show pre-ER. Hmm. So. I seem to remember him on a little show called Facts of Life. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like this was like his first, his first like dramatic sure. uh, Clooney role. Yeah. Uh, music that month we have number one singles. Uh, Don't let the sun go down on me by George Michael and Elton John for a week. Yeah. Pretty good remember one. Remember that one? Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. I like you it. Remember when... that week? <laughs> <laughs> I like when the title is so specific that like. You can just hear the chorus in yeah. your head. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, speaking of that, the uh, other single for three weeks that month is I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. <laughs> oh, 92. Pretty good, pretty good for music. Uh, pretty good for music. Uh, other, also released that month, um, Sir Mix-a-Lot has the album containing Baby Got Back. Pretty big deal. Uh, other artists to release albums, Alice in Chains, Social Distortion, Fish, Guided by Voices, James, Pantera, 
uh, Tori Amos, TLC, Bad Religion, among uh, others, all release albums that month. Uh, movies uh, for one week rocks the cradle. You know that one? Rocks the cradle. Never heard of it. Not the hand that rocks the cradle. Okay. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Um, because it doesn't look like it actually came out in February. <laughs> I think I think it is the same thing. Like it came up as the hand that rocks the cradle, and then I searched rocks the cradle, and then the same movie came yeah. out. So, I don't know. Uh, either way, it didn't come out that month. Uh, but it was number one, so that's what I'm talking about, I guess. Uh, a man, a movie called Medicine Man was number one for one week. Man, it sounds familiar. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Uh, the one that we're that people will know is Wayne's World uh, is number one for two weeks uh, and then three more weeks the next March. Uh, huge hit. Rightfully so. Uh, Wayne's World? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So good. Fantastic. Still. Um, other movies that came out that month, Radio Flyer uh, and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> Starring the great... Uh, that sounds scary. That's... Uh, that's uh, <laughs> is that Arnold or Danny DeVito? Hmm. I think that's Arnold. That's twins. I've never heard of this. <laughs> Not twins. All right, well, let's look this up. That'll be the only time that someone got Arnold and Danny DeVito confused. It, it, it's Arnold, I think, because the other one I'm mixing it up with is Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, it's no, it's it's it's, it's not it's not either of them. It's it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Perfect. This movie, this movie's pretty good though. I remember watching it at my grandma's a lot. Um, uh, it's with uh, Estelle Getty. She's so good in it. Um, I don't know. Oh, you you know her. You know her to see her. Um, anyway, that came that came out that month. And in video games, uh, Adventure Island for Game Boy. Nice. Uh, Hudson Hawk for Nintendo. F15 Strike Eagle for Nintendo. Uh, MC Kids for Nintendo, Ooh. the McDonald's <laughs> yes. uh, specialty. Game oh, uh, it was not I good. beg to differ. I think it's a pretty complex, weirdly complex <laughs> game for McDonald's game. I was it's not like, anticipating the word being complex. <laughs> <laughs> it like uh, it expands on Mario a little bit. Like there's weird ex- abilities in this game that don't exist in, as far as I know, any other game. Weird stuff. Good game. It's not being great, though. Did you ever beat it? You know, I don't think I ever did because I was playing it on a an emulator, and I believe I got to a point where there was like something wrong with the with the emulation file or whatever that uh, kept me from proceeding. Boy, and I gave it up. Does, it does sound complex. <laughs> Ran into a kill screen. Huh? <laughs> Uh, we also have the Star Trek 25th Anniversary Nintendo and Game Boy game, uh, and Tiny Toons Adventures, Babs Big Adventure for Game Boy. Um, so, a little bit about February of 1992, but uh, shall we jump into Black Hole? Let's do it. Hurtling through the cosmos <laughs> in their space rocket, Ren and Stimpy are being sucked into a black hole. Uh, I just want to stop and say I love this beginning because it takes about five seconds with zero, basic, one sentence of explanation and you know exactly what's going on. There's no confusion here. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Just a quick intro. And it was instantly in your face, like right away. Yeah, action, (laughs) right from the first second. I think, Uh, are are we about to move on from this um not quite okay good uh after trying everything to save the ship they resort to the computer's last alternative start screaming Which is funny. The sign changes yeah, yeah. from what? What is it? Um, Try like the rockets, I think. Yeah. A rocket failure. Yeah, something and practical. Then manual override, where he like breaks his finger trying to push it. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff to note already. I feel uh, the spaceship at the beginning being like a toy. This like 
really great uh, painting of a toy spaceship. I love the look of that animation. Uh, when he presses the button and his finger like collapses, like you said, um, just just cartoony. I like it. Yeah. And this scream is like the the Ren and Stimpy scream. It's so loud. <laughs> and when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, if I was a parent. I sat down to watch this show with my kid, and that screaming happened. I would have been like, "No, we're turning this off." <laughs> I'm all right. So I'm like, glad. I'm glad this is coming up. It was so everything. Like, I appreciate it now, but if I was sitting down to like calm a child down to watch TV and get their attention <laughs> focused on something else, and then the TV's just red and stinky, going, ah! "I'm like, no, some, yeah, it's <laughs> get out of here." I, Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess it depends, like, for me, I wasn't, like, a bouncing off the walls type kid, I guess. So it it wasn't, like, the type of thing that would even come up, if you know what I mean. I just think the thing is, like, the joke isn't totally pleasurable. And it's, uh, so mm. this was this was kind of a key moment where I was like, I think I'm figuring out what I don't love about Ren and Stimpy, which is the length of the jokes. Like, the screaming goes on for what is just a little too long. <laughs> I feel it, like that's what makes it funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, like, not very pleasure. Like, the, the jokes are, like, either, like, not fun to look at or not hmm. fun to it's listen abrasive. to. It's okay. abrasive. Okay. It's pretty abrasive. I love Which is not, like, <laughs> it's not a hot take for Ren <laughs> That's, like, the whole thing. But I think I was having trouble putting my finger on what I struggled with most with Ren Stimpy because the gross out stuff doesn't totally bother me but I think it's just like they have a joke and sometimes like it's like the whole episode where they're just hammering a joke like it's just kind of one note okay I mean I don't want to I don't want to go down a whole rabbit hole here let's relive our uh, what was it Rocco vs. Ren Stimpy (laughs) I do uh this particular scream, something about it has always stuck with me. Like, the rhythm of it. Uh, mm. a- anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This always stuck with me. Um, uh, the ship finally gets dragged into the black hole, and Ren and Stimpy are suddenly deposited on a weird alien planet. Yeah. Um, love how this looks bizarre like these paced up backgrounds i love um, very surreal yeah. yeah the background art is really cool i even like how they are just like shoved there with no ship anymore <laughs> suddenly they're just there um i don't know something about this like logic this like cartoon illogic gets me yeah and that something is slightly off like the way they do the animation every shot is like yeah there's just one thing that's like slightly out of the place, uh, out of place, right when they get on the planet, and it it heightens pretty yeah, well yeah. as far as it falling apart. Um, they seem to have been unaffected by the journey, except their underwears on the outside. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Loved this first joke. clue. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, that was actually solid. kind of pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid joke. <laughs> and what they do well here is they don't linger on it. They, uh, yeah, just yeah. I know. Next to the next scene. As they explore the planet, it begins to affect them in strange ways. At first, their bodies begin to pull apart, and soon they begin to mutate. They soon spot a distant mountain and decide to march toward it to get a better view of the area. Yeah. Um, this is like a lot of, I guess. I really like the whole them like walking around and acting normal. Yeah. But like their eyes are popping off. They have like different bodies, arms. Yeah. The environment around them is just been changing constantly. Yeah. I thought um, that was cool. And there's very little like plot. 
happening. They're just kind of like... Yeah, there's almost no plot. Yeah, <laughs> the plot is I mean, there's, very loose in yeah, this one. There's one moment where you get a little plot, but... Um, I do love this whole thing of them walking on the planet, too. Uh, I think... This this episode, I just feel like, shows off the... Um, like, weird animation and weird ideas. Yeah. Um, it seems you know, it's like just like, a, I like looking at it, I guess. I, it seems like they had a bunch of weird ideas and they didn't know how to put it into a story. So, like, yeah. well, let's have them Which go. Which I kind of I like. Yeah. Let's have them go to this alternate universe where things are just kind of changing and we can animate, like, Ren's eyes popping off. And, yeah. yeah. It almost seemed more like a short idea. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I mean, I think it works in 11 minutes, but it almost seems just like, uh, what if they got sucked in a black hole? And still yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as they head toward the great heap that they notice a familiar stench filling the air that seems to draw them forward mm-hmm. when they finally reach the mountain they discover it's made up entirely of, of all the missing left socks in the universe Good. Another, I, I, I like that. This is so weird. Um, now, it, yeah, it's a, it is a weird, good joke. I do like that they like loved the smell. Yeah, the that stench, is strange. And I guess they're like animals, yeah. so they're kind of like really into that. Um, that kind of like, feels like, oh, together. like what is it? Like what could they possibly be familiarized with? Yeah, socks. I mean, that joke almost made me sad that there wasn't, like, a few more little moments like that mm-hmm. where they were just discovering, like, oddities yeah. about Earth transported to this other dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, agree. I like that. Um, and this whole uh, scene of, like, Stimpy chewing on the socks, something about that, like, <laughs> sticks with me. Uh, That's pretty gross. And uh, especially Ren talking to whoever, like, receiving the... Nobel Peace Prize and money for oh, this the... incredible discovery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, should we take a quick break, a uh, commercial break here? Sure. So that was Log. Yeah. Which uh, is, you'll have to tell me here, Does how often does Log pop up? Or is this it? Oh, fairly often. And they have like, like this commercial or they have variations? They have variations. Okay. Which is I part of what's so great about Log. I was yeah. thinking that too, and I was like, is this the first time Log was introduced? Also, is it a reoccurring thing? Because I don't remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. Specifically, but I do remember everyone it's definitely, in the 90s singing. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely reoccurring. Sometimes I think they do repeat them, but there definitely are different versions. Uh, but I love this commercial thing. I'm not sure any other show has really done this quite as well. Um, like, it feels like a part of the show. Well, it totally fits the style of yeah, the show. Yeah. This kind of retro throwback. For... Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
Also, just the level of weirdness to it. Like, that it's a log that you do stuff to. It's <laughs> and there is a moment in um, Black Hole where you get floating logs yeah. behind yeah. an instant pee, which is One of those nice beautiful touch. backgrounds in yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. really cool. Um, as they revel in their discovery, Stimpy space-time doohickey warns them that if they don't get to the transdimensional gateway, they'll be trapped in this dimension forever. This is where the plot kind of comes in. Yeah. Out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they actually have something to work towards. Yeah. Uh, still mutating all the while, they hoof it for the gateway. They reach what is a bus stop just in time and climb on amongst a bunch of aliens. Yeah, it looks like a red double-decker kind of yes. type of bus. This, to me, is like the essence of uh, Ren and Stimpy's humor, is that it's a bus waiting there on this other, <laughs> this interdimensional planet, you know, yeah. Going to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just so weird. Um, unfortunately, the bus only accepts exact change, and they're kicked back off. As a kid, this joke uh, kind of went over my head. I mean, it's dumb. Like, it. What part of it went over your head? Uh, why it was happening. Like, I'm like, why don't you just give them the money? Oh, like, I let see. them keep the money. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, seeing no way out, Stimpy suggests he can use his space thingy to reverse their molecular wavelengths <laughs> so they implode. Uh, I, I also like. Uh, Stimpy's like explanation here for explosion, just the way that he sucks himself in, stops for a second and talks <laughs> about uh, <laughs> imploding. It feels like a very old timey sci fi thing where there'd be like you know like a Star Trek thing where you uh, introduce a uh, concept and then explain it in this like weird, separate from the episode way. Like you're pausing everything just to explain this word. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also like that Ren is totally. On board. Yeah, yeah. I, I, He's like, good. Like, yeah. this is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I like this, uh, as they wait, await their imminent, uh, implosion, um, they, like, are crying in each other's arms, yeah. and Ren is, like, really vulnerable in this one, uh, yeah. like that, it's very funny. Um, but Stimpy, as they're doing this, Stimpy discovers he had a pocket full of change the whole time. Yep. <laughs> um, but before Ren can take out his anger, their bodies gradually start to implode. 
until even their faces on the show logo have collapsed in on themselves. Which is a really cool touch. Yeah, uh, very nice. You cut to the end of the episode and that animation matches. Yes, I love that. Uh, and not only that, but the little fly buzzing around. Mm. Like, just a additional <laughs> small detail. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty good recap. I was wondering how you were going to do this. I'm like, boy, just... Mm. It's not a it's not a insult like I'm like nothing really happens <laughs> except that they gotta make this bus kind yeah. of. Um, but this like nothing happening like that's the way they used to do cartoons when it was Looney Tunes. Yeah. You know. Um, I feel like that's just like the model for Ren and Stimpy, just the next version of it and maybe the last at this point, uh, or the last like semi pure version of that. I just can't think of any others. Yeah, I wouldn't be qualified to say. Um, yeah, I just, it always comes back to me of, like, not loving Ren very much. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, He's pretty uh, tolerable in this episode. Uh, totally. Yeah. Black Hole, I, I'm happy, I'm, I mean, I'm happy you picked this episode. It combines a lot of my interests, 90s Nick, space, yeah. Black Holes. I, I think especially as a kid, what really gripped me about the show wasn't, like, the crudity or, uh, like, gross outs it was just the animation i was mm. like this is the first like cool looking weird animation i've seen in nothing was like ever per- practically nothing was particularly gross but i mean i guess it kind of was but it all flowed and that's what i liked about yeah. it and they didn't like draw attention they just kind of like yeah kept yeah going. if i wasn't thinking about <laughs> what was happening i would not like for this episode uh i wouldn't have thought about the story at all probably yeah more just like incidental of like like it's happening the one where Ren and Stimpy get sucked in the black hole yeah, like yeah. that's it yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> but this was like uh in my mind this is like how you would do this well versus cat dog doing it uh, poorly it's just like <laughs> yeah at least somehow this is interesting I could almost immediately and, see like how convoluted they would make it yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy had to bring cat dog <laughs> just, now we're all sad <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, that's the episode. Uh, what, what's the second part on this? I didn't watch it. Oh, the second part is Stimpy's Invention, ah, which is like... A pretty notorious episode. Yeah. People is this, love that one. Is that the know. one that John Kay took, like, forever to work on? Oh, maybe. Or, or maybe. Like, it might have been a masterpiece episode or something. Yeah. A quote masterpiece. I can see it being a masterpiece. Um, I mean, it's very good. Do you watch and, it? And, like, yeah. crazy. Uh, I mean, Happy Happy Joy Joy? Yeah. Ah, Okay. That has, like... Boy, talk about another song yeah, that was yeah. just, like, ingrained in the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that episode is, like, considered one of the best. This one's kind of overlooked, mostly. Um, but I like a lot about it. Cool. Yeah. Well, should we take a look at some of the other stuff that went into the episode? Sure. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. We've pretty much already covered uh, the two main people in this episode, so I took a look at Cheryl Chase, the voice of the Girls in the Log commercial. <laughs> uh, I always wondered, yeah, I guess, kind of. I guess who is there to voice? Uh, did Was there a voice for the bus driver credited? I could not fi- figure out who yeah. that was. Okay. Um, but uh, I always wonder who does like the girl voices on Ren and Stimpy. They're kind of like really distinct, and um, she's done a bunch. Um, she's also the voice of Rugrats, or of Angelic on Rugrats, oh, of course. Cool. Um, she's also done voices on Dragon Ball, My Neighbor Totoro, and the Adams Family's value as the voice of Pubert. <laughs> the ba- the <laughs> baby? <laughs> Pubert. <laughs> I didn't even realize that Pubert really had a voice, but I guess there's a sequence where it's kind of like ooing, cooing. And yeah, it makes yeah. a little bit of baby. Yeah. Imagine getting credited for that. Pubert, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Great name too. Yeah, yeah. Pubert. Uh, cool. Uh, so I took, a, as we mentioned, um, John Kay has nothing to really do with this episode. It's uh, written by Bob Camp and Will McRobb. Uh, the director, even though it's weird, there's no credit on the episode. Um, it's it's directed by Bob Camp. Uh, this is the first episode Bob Camp directed. Um, he has directed other things. Uh, he included he directed eleven uh, segments of Ren and Stimpy, um, forty nine episodes of something called Robot Boy, um, <laughs> one 
episode of What a Cartoon, but he's mainly, he worked in the art department, uh, so he's worked on Bubble Guppies, uh, Ice Age The Meltdown, Looney Tunes Back in Action, Jackie Chan Adventures, Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. Mm. You watched that in science? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you? Probably. I was like, it almost seems like a who didn't type of thing. Uh, so... And how else are they going to explain osmosis? I, yeah, I, well, I just think of the teachers being like, yes, finally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a movie. Um, Cow and Chicken uh, and Tiny Toon Adventures is what he worked on pre-Ren uh, and Stimpy. So. Uh, but he's he's around, I think, for like the whole Ren and Stimpy thing. He's like a supervising director yeah. on a lot of them. Yeah, he seemed to almost take uh, the reins after John Kay's ouster. Yeah, once Nickelodeon's like, this guy is Yeah, like we need somebody who's going to get the job Yeah, so Bob Camp directs. Uh, any trivia? Um, just a c- one. This was the last episode um, animated by Studio Bon Art, which is a South Korean animation studio that worked on the first season. Yeah. Which looks. Is there any noticeable difference to you, like in the art? Uh, yeah. I mean, it changes. It definitely uh, gets honed as the series goes on. But this early stuff, like, I still like it. It's so weird. Yeah. Kind of like uh, the Rugrats thing, where it's like season one was just a little edgy. Yeah. Yeah. You lose a little bit of like the great backgrounds as the season goes on. Yeah. Or series. Uh, well, you'll have to tell me if these are this first one's true. It, this came up last week. Uh, this character George Licor or Licker. Oh, yeah. It says that he appears in Black Hole in a daydream where he awards Commander Hoke a Nobel Peace Prize. Is that him? Oh, it sort of looks like him, but I would not consider that the same character. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, one flub I guess they mentioned was that on top of Sock Mountain, one of Bren's eyebrows indents are not colored, revealing the background. Yeah, I read that. I didn't. I, I meant to go back and look, but I didn't notice it. The f- yeah, I didn't look for it. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's true. Uh, and I did want to note uh, that the first picture of a black hole uh, happened yeah. two years ago, April tenth, two thousand nineteen. You remember that? Yeah, pretty cool. I just watched a documentary about it. So if you're interested in black holes, uh, there's a documentary on Netflix called um, Black Holes. The edge of all we know. And it was pretty good. It was like a. It was the documentary was le, le, legitimately about like them taking the picture of the black hole mm. and like how much time and like worldwide effort it took to like get this one image. Uh, Seems worth it. It was. Uh, they, I mean, <laughs> like when you're watching these people who are so excited and like really making sure it looks right and you're like, oh wow. People have dedicated their whole lives to this one picture of a black hole. It's kind of cool. Um, any theories on black holes? Oh, gosh. Do you think... Uh, I don't know if they exist. What do you mean you don't know if they exist? I've never seen one. <laughs> Search the picture. What does that prove? How do, they t- how do they take a picture of something that absorbs light? Uh, well, there's a ring. There's like a ring around it because of that. So we have a photo of the ring around the black hole. Yeah, but in the center of the ring is the hole. There's a black hole in the middle. <laughs> boy, yeah, I mean, boy, red is coming out here <laughs> hot off the Reddit boards. I mean, we're just making a lot of assumptions here. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, I get what you're saying. You're a black hole denier too. I'm not a black hole denier. I'm just I get what he's saying. Uh, I mean, Stephen Hawking like thought. It was like the basis of everything. Yeah, I think that black holes are a thing. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying I'm. <laughs> it's easy to say that it exists. We could very well be in it one. either. I it mean, could really? be, it, this could be. We could be in one. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I think that's possible <laughs> as well. All right. Strap observations. Yeah. Uh, I got some. Um, this one I just noticed. <laughs> yeah, I got some. First, black holes suck. <laughs> no, I like black holes. I like the concept. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better. Um, I noticed when uh, Ren's pressing the button, he says manual override button, but the mm. animation shows manual overdrive. Oh, oh did. good I catch. That. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um, 
I noticed I, I never noticed how many shots were in the opening theme song, the credits. Mm. So I counted. And you wanna guess how many shots wow. are in that opening credit sequence? Fifty-four. Seems like a good guess. <laughs> as good as any? Forty-seven. <laughs> Uh, you're both over. It would be 36 shots, yeah. but it does. It really like. Yeah, it's just lively. Yeah, but it's like going to the jazzy tune. Yeah, it definitely follows the beat. Yeah, that's pretty. Was it probably pretty good? Big seller. And you think about the contrast of the cartoons that aired that night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You got Ren Stimpy with the like crazy opening. Yeah. Doug in a white room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Rugrats with that like kind of cool point of view, like it's telling a story. Yeah, yeah. All three of these cartoons are so unique and were so different to anything else at the time. It's yeah. like it was just like it, for me, it was like I'm seeing something that I've never seen before. I I was just immediately drawn to all of it. Yeah, and every it seems like if you watch that hour and a half, like everyone could have walked away with like, like yeah, yeah. It just feels like a lot of risks were taken in producing all of these shows and uh i feel like it paid off for every one it's just like well it just feels like now they these shows feel so safe and it never quite pays off to that extent it's like you never hear of them yeah yeah well you even look at the rugrats reboot on paramount plus like nobody's talking about it it's not like exciting to anyone yeah Oh, I did want to throw in a complaint about Paramount Plus. <laughs> mm, please. While we're talking on the subject. <laughs> so I'm going to watch this episode. Ren and Stimpy is on Paramount Plus. And I'm searching for it. And I search Ren and Stimpy. And nothing comes up. I'm like, what? So I Google it. And I'm like, no, it says it's on here. But then I notice that it's called The Ren and Stimpy Show. So I type in The Ren and Stimpy Show. And what comes up is just a title card for Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> And no show? Yeah. No, it's on there. Oh, okay. It was just a little so annoying you needed thing. The, the. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. But it's not even labeled yeah. <laughs> as the Ren and Stimpy show. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's it's not great. It's just Ren and Stimpy. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's really Paramount stupid. Plus, get your act together. <laughs> For real. You got Paramount Plus? Yeah, it's a soccer thing. Uh, I just want to mention uh, some of the surreal, other surreal backgrounds in this one. Fish bones, baseballs, love how those look. Uh, Were those baseballs? Yeah. They looked like it, but For they sure. also kind of looked a little warped, and I was like, two right. layers of coolness to that. Yeah. Um, the roast turkeys, the oh, toasters, yeah. <laughs> and uh, got to mention that finger, weird finger tree that they oh, walked yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a statue um, head. They walked past. Yeah, a lot of just so cool backgrounds. Like, these are the backgrounds that I look at where I'm like, God, just for that one segment, you know? Yeah. They're kind of Windows 95 esque. Screensaver. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> backgrounds. Uh, did you note their uniforms? Like, what they look like? Um, they look like something. I noticed Stimpy has, like, a light bulb on top of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only. Uh, well, their space uniforms seem to be, a, it's like a blue shirt with a red lightning bolt. Ah. Um, did you notice what time they uh, have to reach the gateway by before it sure. closes for 3? Yeah. I mean, 3 p.m.? Or 3 p.m.? <laughs> 3 o'clock. They just say 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when Ren has a fantasy, uh, you mentioned one of the things, which is he gets a Nobel Prize for finding the missing socks. Do you mention what the other thing is? I just remember it was a million dollars. Yeah, that's Thanks. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you note how far the gateway is away from the big hill? I did. I did. Oh, <laughs> was it one mile? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, what I was... They also mentioned how far, how long it'll take them to get there. Oh, really? I know it was like three minutes from now or something. Close. Five. Ah, so the time is 255. <laughs> it's a pretty quick mile. Good for them. Yeah. You sort of mentioned this, but the uh, destination where the bus is headed? Uh, New Jersey. Jersey City? <laughs> yep. Which <laughs> <laughs> is great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, there's a moment in the background where you see a very large billiard ball stuck mm. to a mountain. Did you happen to catch what billiard ball it is? No. The eight ball. Black eight ball, yeah. 
but uh, it always makes Probably me think kind of that. A, you think it's a metaphor? Like they're behind the eight ball? Oh, that's good. That's very good. Uh, I just wanted to mention also the stock music in this episode. Like, oh, just the use of it. A lot How of they use it, yeah. use it. Very good. And it's like, seems to be quite a lot of it. A um, lot, yeah. Uh, there's... Yeah, just a lot of great scenes. There's one toward the end where, like, everything seems hopeless, and there's, like, a, this weird... It's, like, gets really quiet, but it's a very particular piece of music. Um, just watch out for it. Yeah, watch this one. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, when Ren and Stimpy are waiting to implode, they sing just a little brief song. Oh. You catch it? Memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, ratings. Uh, this has a nine point two out of ten on IMDb. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. No score on TV.com. Out of five Krupp stars, what did you give Black Hole? Um, I give it a four out of five. Um, I really like all the stuff we talked about. Um, the only thing that I knocked it for was. Some of the cell part of the animation, like the Ren and Stimpy part, it was not, it was a, quite rough, crude in some scenes, especially. Like, um, it just, it really uh, improves over the seasons. Um, and, and I just uh, knocked it a little bit for the story being not like complex. Not that, not that I don't like that. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know. Four out of five. I like the episode. It's very strong. It's not my favorite of the series, but it's one that I am. It's that's a pleasure to watch. Very good. What do you think, Brett? I'm gonna give it a four out of five as well for uh, everything that Andrew just said. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Brett's notes say right there. <laughs> just whatever Andrew said. No, I mean I agree. It's a great episode, but. You know, the lack of a, a plot, for lack of a better word, uh, I don't know, doesn't leave you feeling anything afterwards. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a 3.5. Mm. Um, it's respectable. You know, Ren Stimpy, still not really my jam, but, like, this episode did kind of fly by. Even, even compared to some, sh- like, I love Doug, and there are episodes of Doug where I've felt like oh this feels long but this mm. one didn't really feel holy cow that's a <laughs> <laughs> uh this one didn't feel that long um it i really liked the premise of black hole things getting abstract uh no plot didn't bother me so much you know it didn't really make me laugh a ton but um a pleasure to look at and uh i don't know like when when we look back at some of these things it, that runtime really like if I feel it and starting to count more against mm. it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, uh, where it's just like if I if I if it's an eleven minute segment and I have to look at the clock of like <laughs> oh, we're only eight minutes in, like yeah. that's bad. This one I almost like couldn't believe it was over. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, very good. Two fours and a three point five. Not bad. Uh, yeah. Um. Just one last thing I wanted to say. Uh. Just hit on a little more was Will McRobb's contribution ah, to this. Yeah. Just sure. it, very interesting. I think it's the only episode that he had anything to do with. Yeah. Um, just wonder where, wonder how that happened. And uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of these guys. So Will McRobb, who co-created Pete and Pete, Kablam. Um, it seems like a lot of these guys just kind of sneak into other Nick shows every once yeah. in a while, like yeah. um, Mitchell Kriegman on Rugrats, or you know, there's just like yeah. kind of weird. You think they're just walking down the hallway? I was just gonna like, say, hey, can you pop in here for a second? We need an idea. I, I like to think that that's how it. <laughs> and happens. he's just like. Do I get a credit? Yeah. Because <laughs> if not, no. Very it's like, busy. well, I got 20 minutes before lunch is over. Uh, black, something about black holes. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, put an eight ball on that mountain. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you want to name the episode? Yeah. Uh, I called this one Exact Change. Oh, that's good. I like that. No, uh, yeah, I like it. Brett? Um, where no cat or dog have gone before. It's like a, a little Star Trek <laughs> type thing. We got it. 
but in case anybody did listeners at home yeah, might not understand the no, reference. No kid does. I barely understand the reference. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't really watch Star Trek that much. Hmm. For some reason, I thought you were like a next gen guy. Mm. Okay, I'll take that as a hard no. <laughs> yeah, I watched like the first two episodes, and I was like, eh, this is fine. That's well, you, that was your mistake. Yeah. You got to keep going. It's yeah. really the second season you need to get to. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like things are in place. An entire day of watching. No, no, I'm saying skip. Pretty much, you could pretty much skip the first season. Not just skip the first season. They put a lot of time and effort into <laughs> well, it. Well, you <laughs> are going to skip it by not watching it at all. That's fair. <laughs> uh, okay, and I named the episode a sock odyssey. Mm. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, go back around one more time. Uh, exact change. Where no cat or dog have gone before. And a sock odyssey. We'll post that and let you guys vote. Uh, our last two rounds. Uh, so mail carrier Mona, uh, Brett mm. won that one with uh, you've got first class mail. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my title for the Oracle Bowl of Delphi won with the purple parrot eaters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, so uh, we'll post that. You guys can vote. Um, before we wrap up here, we do have a listener letter from our f- good friend uh, Allie, Thanks. who also runs the Pete and Pete Instagram yeah. and uh, Big Door Prizes. Oh, you know what? I did want to mention also. She shared on Twitter, at least maybe on something else. I don't know. Uh, a uh, tattoo she recently got mm. of the sad crying clown in an iron lung yeah. from Rocco's Modern Life. Um, <laughs> pretty amazing. Pretty great. Yeah, pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, well, okay, so she says, good morning or afternoon or whatever it is, Joey and Andrew. Hope you two are doing well. I'd like to speak to Joey directly. Joey, you and I disagree on a few things. Is candy corn delicious or your unwarranted dislike for Ren and Stimpy, but there is one thing we wholeheartedly agree on, our undying love for 15. Mm. Each time you, Andrew, and your guests review an episode, uh, I am filled with glee on the breakdown of the episode and how you manage to make more fans of the series. Like hearing a great band for the first time, more and more get drawn in and mesmerized. I'd like to give you some feedback on the episodes you've reviewed so far. The first episode you introduced us Orange Couch Potatoes to was The Dislocated Swede, and I assume, like many of your listeners, this was their first introduction to the series. And as you suspected of many listeners, I couldn't resist watching more. I was spellbound by the foreboding synth music and outrageous acting styles. The only thing the series could be missing is some CSI Miami-style puns. I think the thing I came back to, or came back for the most, are the unjustified bouts of anger and dismay the teenagers of Hillside hold for each other, just to try and create drama. Chef's kiss. Needless to say, between Ashley's inexplicable breakdown and the peculiar treatment of one exchange student, I don't know how anyone can't be on board. Overall, the episode carried a theme of characters facing unfamiliar territory, so my are you afraid to name the episode would be Swedish Fish Out of Water. Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, In True Friends, there's a lot of shaky ground between Matt and Ashley recovering from Brooks meddling, Mm, the the Simpson family divorce, and Courtney attempting to grab Dylan's attention. I thought I'd name this episode walking on eggshells <laughs> one oversight i'd like to point out is on the boys locker room it says good good game friday matt but matt was distracted friday by brooks note in my in my best simpsons nerd voice boy i really hope somebody got fired for that blunder <laughs> finally in your last episode review of free falling I found the most common theme is the duality inside each character, many of whom questioning who they are and how they should present themselves. Matt, the star basketball player, clearly dealing with depression and drinking. Courtney, who typically plays it safe, is trying to present a new version of herself to impress Dylan. Kelly, determining is she the menacing person Brooke makes her out to be, or does she have some music? Or does she have some heart after all? And Dylan wanting to be a successful musician, but maybe not the affection of others. Because of this, my Are You Afraid to Name the episode would be Split Personalities. Ah, uh, nice. Also very good. I do love that y'all, de- 
that y'all determined your characters from the series, and if I had to say I'm definitely a Courtney. Ever the realist, but trying hard to appear cool. I know it may be a while until we get to review the next episode, Waiting in the Wings. <laughs> when you do, I'll have, the <laughs> I'll have the popcorn ready. Good lunch hour, boys. Your pal, Allie. Wow, really nice. Yeah. I think uh, we're all waiting in the wings <laughs> for that next episode. Anticipating the next... <laughs> if, if only us three, Allie. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're all waiting for the next 15. Have we nice. talked about 15 at all with you? I have no idea what the show is at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like it, this might be right up Brett's alley. I mean, Seriously. It is, like, the things he likes, I think... Yes. I can't believe we haven't uh, talked to you about it, actually. It's pretty weird. How does one watch it? Uh, do you have Prime? I don't know. Maybe. Amazon Prime? <laughs> you don't know if you have Prime? Uh, a lot of people have logged into a lot of things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, I don't know if the policing around 15 uh, episodes is like that strong. You could probably find it from various... They used to be all on YouTube, but since they went on Prime, oh. they're down. Yeah. Why well, I think I might have it. But not uh, like, it's not, you don't have to have the HBO. With no. It. Uh, no. Um, yeah, highly recommend uh, 15. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll get hooked. <laughs> young young Ryan Gosling. Or no, uh, young young um, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Oof. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> um, all right, well, you know, that. He owns a soccer team now, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which team? I don't know, they're in Wales. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, that rounds out Black Hole. Andrew, how are we continuing the 30th anniversary month here? Uh, next time, big episode. Big episode. Doug Rocks <laughs> versus Doug's Hot Ticket. Ooh, two great episodes, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't think of a... We've talked a lot about Doug. We've done our favorites with Brett. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about episodes here and there. But this seems like a... Maybe our most perfect versus ever. It might be, yeah. Like <laughs> in terms of uh, the matchup itself, like yeah. how even. It's beat centric, you know. Doug in pursuit of seeing the beats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, although there, and I think a lot of people kind of mix the two up, so it'll be yeah, interesting. Sure. I think I even do. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll be defending Doug Rocks, and I'll be defending Doug's hot yeah. ticket. Um, yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm totally for it. You excited for that? Yeah. <laughs> Brett's like lost in thought like okay um, it will be tough it will be tough uh, but in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us uh, you can find us on Twitter at VOC Podcast uh, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast you can email us like Ali at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com you can hear us on Spotify Podbean iTunes leave us a review that really helps other people find us uh, Brett, thanks for sitting outside. Always a pleasure. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see all you sad crying clowns next episode. <laughs> I think I might have just got stung by something in my finger. Something fell on me. You, I think I crushed it, whatever it was, but I feel a slight sting on my finger. Oh, damn. Um, That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All for the listeners. It's the sounds of summer. Out I here. guess, I guess. <laughs> I never realize how loud summer is until we hear it on mic. If I was making my own episode of a show or something, this is the stuff I would well, draw off of. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, give me some of that sawing. <laughs> Somebody sawing. Oh, and the studios wouldn't even let you, like... <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, yeah. No. What's all that weird noise <laughs> in the background? It's definitely... <laughs> Uh, I just, like, the power went out, and then a few seconds later, I heard a huge explosion. Did your power explosion. go out? Yeah. It's just like, boom! How long? Uh, like, a couple hours, I mean. You're scared. <laughs> what do I do with all this time? There is that like moment where you're like, 
Well, what the hell do I do now? You like, like go to do th- something, and it's it's like Pete and Pete when the phone stops ringing, you just hear bird. Yeah. It's like I always figured Boy R D was like some sort of uh, combination of like Words. something. Boy, are these good or something oh, stupid? Yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like phonetic, <laughs> like phonetics. I think yeah. some people could say it. All right.